Welcome to the ES Arcade with Emmanuel, Sean, and Randy. Join us as we talk about the general nerdy pop culture that is video games, movies, comic books, and all that other madness. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's get started. USA! Alright folks, welcome to the ES Arcade. Thanks for joining us. It's Randy Kings here, hanging out with Sean Vander. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're a little slow going here, but that's okay. We worked it out. We figured it out. Oh, uh, it ain't great. Oh, damn it. <laughs> we know, don't gotta get all Sean. Don't you want to share your shame, dude? You want to share? Yeah, you know, okay. I mean, it's, Go for it's it, bad. Dude. It's bad. Okay. So, <laughs> I, me and Randy agreed to meet up a little early for the podcast, yeah. talk over some, uh, some, um, topics and whatnot. And we love that sort of thing. We're like, cool, we're planned, right? So, I'm waiting in the lobby. Everything's doing, going fine. And I'm, it's like, wow, Randy's taking a long time to get back to this meeting and uh, nothing, nothing. It's almost 10. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, let me text him. I'm like, dude, you coming in or not? And like, I've been here. Yeah. Like, wait, what? Waiting on okay. you. Okay. I'm like, is this a Zoom issue? I'm like, no, everything seems fine. I'm like, you know what? Let me restart Zoom. Restart Zoom. Right when I restart Zoom, my internet's gone. It's just like, oh. nope. You get nothing. Good day, <laughs> sir. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So then I had to troubleshoot and troubleshoot and troubleshoot. I had to do, I had to go under my house. I had to go fucking do shit, right? It, everything was bad for like a good 20 minutes. And I trail it all back to my router, oh, which no. I think might be done. And I'm like, damn it. Uh, do you want to mention the router manufacturer? Maybe they'll give us free stuff. Um, ooh, hey, <laughs> four years, no, yeah, though. Let me, you had it for four years. I, you know what? You're right. I did have the router for like good, like four years. Yes. Uh, well, I'm not saying that, that in a way that's like, oh, it should have broken down. Like, no, it served you well. You know, I, it's a Linksys router. Okay. Um, Linksys. I've, I've had, I love Linksys's shit. And yeah. honestly, the last router I had was a Linksys, and that thing lasted for eight years. Okay. And then I'm like, oh, okay, it's dead now, finally. And I couldn't wait to get a new router because I'm like, you know what? They've been doing some router technology lately that has been some good shit. And uh, I I went and bought me a new one and everything was good. And then four years later, it took a crap on me. (laughs) It's okay. It served you well. That's what matters. And for any of our viewers or listeners out there, just so you know, if you don't know what a router is, it's the thing that makes it so your iPad and, and your tablets and smartphones and laptops work wirelessly yeah i use mine specifically so i can hardwire my systems into it so i my ps4 hardwired into the router my switch hardwired into the router um anything on my computer definitely hardwired into my router so now I got to get a new router and yeah. you know what? Maybe I get a switch this time. I don't know. I'll think about it, but the switches are so expensive. Well, yeah. They're like networking. I mean, yeah, I know. I, hmm. I can't imagine anything else. I'm going to hardwire into it. Like I could definitely have put maybe two more like video game systems in. But do you need to? Huh? Do you need to really though? I really don't. No. You know, I need a lot more other things like uh, my, this is, this is complete, like, uh, third world problem. I mean, first, first, first world, fine, I'm sorry, first world, all right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 
All right, <laughs> first world problem, but uh, I need a 4K monitor. Oh. And I was looking into that because my third monitor, which was my TV, died. And I've been using my niece's old one, which she's like, oh, that's a hand-me-down too. And I'm like, oh, great. Wait, you don't have a 4K monitor? Oh, I don't have a 4K monitor. Oh, <laughs> uh, I got... Oh, my heart bleeds for you, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, well, no, no, but the, the one I need the monitor I'm using now, the my LG ultra wide, it's not 4K only because ultra wide's at least when I got this. Yeah, I, that's why I asked you the other day, or like it was otherwise like a month ago. I'm like, you have yeah. another monitor? I do, I'm not giving any up. I have my like, ultra wide no. curve, I have my other ultra wide, which is was it 2K, and then I have a 4K monitor that's not ultra wide. <laughs> I just sounded totally that from you. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna buy no, and then I'm gonna say what make it worse for everybody that those were all. Uh, I'm gonna use the word acquired. I did not put a dollar into them. They weren't stolen. I'm gonna preface that now. We're not stolen. I guess the mm-hmm. word would be written off. Mm-hmm. It was part of a project I was working on. It was used for me, and then they just never collected it back. Yeah, folks, I got yep. tech. I got yeah. tech. Uh, so, and I'm uh, totally not using it the way you're supposed to be using the shit. But it's like, I was looking into uh, 4K monitors, and I'm like, okay, how? Not bad. I need one. I, I mean, need you can get a good one least, for a good price. I need one a certain dimension. I don't need that curved shit. Like, who gives a fuck? But um, Man, it's amazing, dude. <laughs> I, bet, <laughs> I bet it is. Uh, somebody's like, oh, you want this one, right? And I'm like, oh, this is a gigabit. Oh, okay, cool. I like gigabit. A thousand dollars. I'm yeah. like, fuck. <laughs> you plays aren't no joke now you want to get like lower tier yeah i'm like i just want my third monitor first uh problem. you might want to try newegg.com folks. yeah i may want to try uh, newegg. <laughs> hey, they're not a sponsor i just wanted to say it like that just in case they ever hear us <laughs> new egg or Amazon or something newegg.com. they got really cool shit you can buy from maybe you want to hook my friend sean vander up with a new Linksys router or switch. That'd be cool. And, <laughs> but by the time name, name drop a bunch of companies to see if they'll help. <laughs> Bless, Bless you. Bless you. Oh, excuse me. But, but yeah, by the time that sort of thing happens, I'm gonna have a new router because I'm not gonna <laughs> wait for yeah. companies to give me shit. So yeah. Sorry. If you want to give me another monitor, hey, that'd be cool. I could <laughs> yeah. give it well, we were gonna mention I could give LG my, LG's monitors are amazing, folks. I was <laughs> You know, honest to God, they are. Sonic. I have uh, I I have a mismatch of like monitors. I have a ViewSonic. I oh, have yeah. a Dell, um, and they seem they're fine. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, but I I was thinking of just getting a 4K monitor. I don't care um, like who makes it. So you just need uh, one. I I yeah, because you know what? I think at this point, with gaming being what it is, I'm gonna need a 4K anything, yeah. and um. I mean, it's just going to have to happen. And, well, I, I mean, that's like, it's like standard now, right? I hate to say it, but it is, but yeah. it's probably going to cost me like another, like 150 bucks or something. And I don't mind that, but I'm trying to <laughs> save money. Let me see. I'm just going to type in something really quick. My all right, cool. Let's go with 4K, but under, I'm going to say under 4K monitor. It's not true 4K. Under, I can see some of our friends. Like, why is it Google giving me searches of says 4K monitor under, and then the first thing is under 300, but then under 100? Like what? <laughs> why? Is it, why is it like that? It's not Let's true 4K, Sean. Shut the three, fuck up. Let's see 300 first and see what we got. Oh, Dell makes a. See, they do have one under 300. 
it's two seventy four ninety nine. Two ninety nine. Ninety five hertz. That's supposed to be four K. I'm gonna uh, actually. I'm gonna type in two hundred because you said two hundred. Let's see what we get. Sure. Here. And it says, uh, "Go fuck yourself, Sean Martin." What the hell? Yeah. Oh damn! No, no, I'm kidding. Uh, actually, Thanks, internet. Uh, best monitors. Let's see what CNET says. I'm not gonna post them there because you know, I don't know. Uh, actually, there is a BenQ 27 inch. Yeah, BenQ's cool. Uh, 200 at Arama. So there you go. There are some out there. All right. It might not be necessarily name brands, but if you're just looking for 4K. Well, now I have to get a router. Oh, there's absolutely. A Actually, <laughs> a I think router would be the most important part, right? Because you need yep. internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need the internet. Okay. So, well, hey. I found, but, but I have, I'm using this, my niece's TV, right? Yeah. So I looked uh, last night. Um, I had my daughter this weekend. She's asleep over there. Um, and we kind of stayed up late making her a D&D character. Mm-hmm. And I'm using my third monitor. And I look over and I'm like, what is that line? There's oh, a no. line in the center. I'm like, oh no. Oh, that's uh there's a line right down the center of the TV. I'm like, how did I miss that? I'm like, I didn't miss that. It happened last night. I'm like, great. Just great. <laughs> oh well, it's fine. Not a big deal. I it, it things can get fixed. It's not, I'll fi- figure it out. Yeah. I mean, if it works for now, it's fine. As long as it's not terrible. It's yeah. not like two thirds. The screen is not working. It's just a line. Well, then I can, then oh darn, Sean, you don't have a third monitor. Shut up. I know. <laughs> oh well, oh, I can see some of our friends being like, "You bought a two hundred dollar or a one hundred dollar four K monitor." <laughs> That's not true. Four okay. K. It's not true. Four K. Oh, Sean. Like, and when did you just go shut up? <laughs> You're like, not a true friend. Why are you calling out like that? <laughs> yeah, like you know what? Honestly, I can't. I can't help this. I'm trying to save some money here. Okay. First of all, you get what you get. It's whatever. It's yeah. like, yeah, you got you got to work in. It works for you. Do you have anything important that you need to be viewing in 4K? Eh, it's whatever. No, nothing right now. Uh, I almost was like, you know what? At some point, I will get a PS5. Yeah. Some, maybe not this year for damn sure. <laughs> uh, maybe next year. Maybe. And that's a big ass maybe. It's funny you mentioned that because I actually have a... A friend of mine just told me that uh, his husband surprised him with uh-huh. a PlayStation 5 after we had talked about how he's very disappointed on how, you know, it's the how do you get really disappointed in PlayStation being how they've handled the retail uh-huh. and the bragging. I don't know, we talked about it before, but the bragging of their sales. It's like, oh, yeah, when I'm going to say there's a good chunk of those sales are are sitting in someone's warehouse. Yeah, 100 million them. sold for the playstation 5 and all like, of oh, a warehouse <laughs> yeah all of them in a warehouse bots have been buying them up <laughs> but anyway we got, but it, i mean we do know some people who have one but yeah a friend of mine got got one as a late birthday present and the first thing he asked was tell me you didn't buy this from a third-party scalper and uh his husband pronounced uh said no uh he actually for the purpose of getting the ps5 signed up for the that GameStop Pro program where they give uh-huh. you, like, they let you know, hey, when they're going to have someone available, which I know does work. I'm just never there to answer the, to look at the email and then jump on their website at the early morning time they want you to buy. Yeah, it. that's how you got treat it. that thing like uh like the stock market. I know, know? it's like you, you, look, to, you press the button, you're like you literally have to like, like, especially when the stock market's <laughs> back east. Yeah. yeah. 
Press the button, get it. Bye, bye, bye. Maybe wake up four hours early to see the polls open, wear shit. Okay, cool. And then fall back asleep (laughs) and wake up ready for your day and look at it again and go, oh, fuck. Yep. But anyways, he got one and he's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Although now he's like, because of the size of said PS5, which he's excited that his that he that it was not purchased by to, from a scalper, uh, but an actual store. So it's good to see that some people are able to get some. They, he says this thing is so large it messed up how his entertainment center is because it's so big. It's like fuck. I believe I it. Yeah, he has to rearrange it. That giant VCR has to be uh, repositioned. Has to he has to redo his entire entertainment center just for that. Which I'm like, okay. mm-hmm, good for you, man. I said congratulations, and, and also you go shouldn't screw be yourself. using a VCR. <laughs> I told him, go screw yourself, man. Also, congrats, man. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and throw that VCR away. <laughs> but yeah. So, but yeah, at least you got your stuff going. And I'm sorry that you're having these technology problems, but you know, hey. it's all right, man. It's cool. I had fun with my daughter. Fun still to be had. She's yeah. here. Um, I'm glad she's here. So yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, well, I'm stoked. I made her a, a D&D character. That's cool. And uh Tell me, Randy, tell me, because I'm the DM and she just she's getting all this shit like, Dad, can I have this? Dad, can I have that? I'm like, man, like, uh, why? I'm not even going to go go into the shit she wanted to have for her character. And I told her she can have one magic uncommon to common item one. And this child or I did give her the list of the everything that she can have Mm -hmm. it's a long list and dear god i had to beg her not to get this one item because i'm like you you're trying to break my game you're trying to break (laughs) my game Uh. and she's like fine i'll get this and she's it's still kind of a broken item i'm like damn it kid why and i had her roll for i'm sorry i'm going hard nerd right now and randy's it's been a minute since Randy has played D and D. I'm sure. I know, I know how. No, I know how it is. I but had her kids. Now you gotta. I know they, they have a ex- different expectation than we have. I'm like, oh, you get one item, sweet. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Now, now it's like, oh, I don't get the OP thing. Come on. She wanted to roll for stats, and I let her roll for stats. And of course, she got, um, she got the higher numbers. And I'm like, damn it! Why did I let her do that? <laughs> I promised her she can get a pet familiar, which is fine. But her pet familiar is a fairy dragon. I'm like, God damn it! You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be a little bit tougher as a DM, man. <clears throat> well, a fairy dragon's not a big deal. It's literally like a giant lizard that you can walk around your your body and be able to blow a hallucinogenic gas at your enemies. <laughs> No, so, but yeah. everything else, man. You're letting her get away with some stuff that I'm like, maybe. You yeah, should. like after that, like. This is fucking it. No <laughs> more. So uh, that, oh God. Oh, uh, I, me and her had fun last night. That's good. We're gonna go to the movies today. So I'm. Sorry. All right. In between getting a router. <laughs> uh, and and looking for deals on monitors. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah. All right. We can start the show. Sorry, right, guys. Well. Parental stuff. <laughs> okay. Oh, you might dig that, uh, Arcadians. So, all right. <laughs> all right. And I'm a little tired. So, so there's been a couple things that have been rumbling around. Uh, yes. And the first thing <laughs> that caught my eye was 
something that I know it's not a new necessarily a new topic, but it has gotten resurgence of it just because of the people parties involved. Uh, but we have uh, a, I guess, new wrinkle, a new addition to the hey, let's let's re-release Marvel versus Capcom two onto oh, yeah. something that's not mm-hmm. you know the previous platforms that has been on like PlayStation three. Dreamcast, PS2, Xbox, so, or even like, you know, Steam, whatnot, digital stuff when it was around the or digital platforms before it got delisted. Uh, so a the Disney developer actually mentioned that they would love to re-release Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Uh, it was a, if people don't know, it's one of the like, I won't say golden age of the arcade games, but it is a game that's highly... Uh, well, I mean, it's definitely a, for the fighting game community. This is definitely one of those games that everyone's at least heard of. Yeah, it's one of those things where you get to see all these characters, very crazy things that happen on screen with all the combos and the different characters that come through. Uh, but it comes down to is it's hard to re-release this because it involves Marvel characters. Yeah, Marvel characters who have you know they're all for the most part all owned by Disney, but there are some other logistical things that. We don't even need necessarily to go into as far as the details go. But there's this whole campaign now for free MVC2, as you see here. I'm actually looking on Game Rant right now, GameRant.com. They actually talk about it where, you know, the, a, uh, uh, was it Maximilian Dude? Yep. My who, Oprah. Yeah, go on. <laughs> on YouTube talks about it, which I'm like, you are like, you guys, Oprah. I look, I'm like, it, I, I look at this story and I think, yeah. And mainly because a lot of people have been trying to get this to happen. Like mm-hmm. since the game did not appear on anything after the PlayStation 2 and Xbox, everyone's been trying to get this to happen. And the fact that it got a digital release on PlayStation Network all those years ago, I feel I can't believe it's been that long. Uh, it's been one of those things where people have talked about it. But it, again, it's a licensing game. License games, you know, good luck getting it. That's basically the how I view it. It's like, yeah. I don't know if it's going to happen, but the the reason in this story is kind of getting some headways because the studio head of Digital Eclipse, who's done games, is a Disney, you know, oh, excuse me, they've done games for Disney uh, as far as their as a, a Disney property games. I believe they're the ones that did the Disney Afternoon Collection for Capcom, cool. there, which was pretty awesome. They released Capcom's library to play on everything. They want a shot at it, and that is encouraging. Uh, a lot of people have been trying to jump on this. You know, people have been posting on uh, Twitter and all the social medias to talk about it, trying to get the FGC to even back this more, which it's, you know, gaining ground, just a matter of whether or not it will work. Because again, it's pretty tough. I mean, see, I think they list out the issues they'd have to deal with because they ultimately come down to is it, it comes down to Marvel and Capcom making an agreement and then, you know, somebody to make the game. Yeah. Which, I think, which I think is the least hard part. I mean, what do you think? Do you think it'll be hard for them to actually... Because do you want a straight port or do you want like a... Do you want them to try and redo it like uh, like or like redo the, the sprites and whatnot or so they can look good on a HD era modern See, games? They did re-release it in like, in like 1080p and yeah. that was a huge detriment to that game well yeah because um, for people who don't know if you're for the uninitiated marvel's capcom 2 came out 
in the late 90s, early 2000s, when we were still on tube televisions, yep. internet wasn't even really a thing. I mean, it was, but not like it how it was. Yeah. Well, not really. Not like this. Not like now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also 16 by 9 was not a thing. Nope. Uh, but they did need to do some altering. Uh, I actually mm-hmm. will say that I wasn't with the company at the time. And the team to make this game, was it was really tough. Like, I think I've shared the story before where the code the source code for this was lost for a long ass time until an engineer that I sat next to goes, Oh no, it's right here. What the Thanks, man. I was like, dang. Okay. Um, but yeah, he, he just found saved it. the FGC. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> they were going to use, they're trying to find a way. I remember Seth Killian talking about how, you know, they, there was considerations of just trying to find a way to mix the PS2 and the, xbox version Ooh, that would have yeah. been rough yeah, been been the dreamcast rough. code the dreamcast code is the best one yep uh, that's what you want and but you know they also needed to make it playable on you know ps3 it needed to be played on the at the time modern console which is like the playstation 3 format or uh, platform and you know they had to widen the screen there were there were attacks that didn't work well because you know it was designed five four by three yeah and uh but oh no, it still held up pretty well though. That's the thing; it held up it really holds well. Holds up, yeah. But I mean, yeah, there's a huge difference. You can't. I don't know. I, I dig the hell out of it. It's pretty. It's fun to play. Uh, I honestly, uh, really, it was honestly the game I wanted to start my Frame Meister with. Um, but uh, yeah, I haven't gotten the Frame Meister thing filmed yet, uh-huh. but. Uh, it will. It will. And <clears throat> you know what kills me is that had the pandemic, I hate to say it, but had the pandemic not happened, Evo was going to do a tournament on this. Yeah. There was going to be a fat invitation oh, yeah. only uh, Evo like tournament, probably main stage thing. Yeah. People would have lost their fucking minds. And if you put like the groundswell that People are like, please bring back Marvel 2. Please bring back Marvel 2. During that tournament, that would have been the at the height at its... Uh, yeah. That would have been crazy hype. But, uh, of course, COVID had to ruin everything. And we didn't get a Evo. And I don't know if we're going to get even... We only, let's not even go into Evo bullshit right now. But, <clears throat> yeah, we kind of we got kind of got screwed out of that. Yep. Ah, oh, man. I mean, I will say it is nice to see the resurgence interest in this. Not that there isn't ever not a lot of interest. But, yeah. You know, especially when you have, aside from people in the community and whatnot, that's, I expect that. That's a thing that I'm expecting. Like having Maximilian do talk about this, I expect this type of thing to occur. I, I'll, I did like that he didn't, uh, he was very humble about like not thinking that this, that him talking about it would get as much traction as it has. Um, but to hear, uh, like this, you see the hashtag free MVC two. Uh, it, it's super awesome. The the thing that I'm surprised by most is that someone from Digital Eclipse, a you know, a studio that has roots with Disney, is like, yeah, we could we could. Try, well, I want to give a shot at this. Like, I mean, I'd say fuck yeah, give them a shot. I would say give them a shot. Now uh, they don't have necessarily a track record in doing a fighting game, but no, they do have a record in. I guess the retro re-release to make it playable on another console, and they know, do. So they could they, 
this could be a, a step forward. Now, how good a step forward is it? Uh, I don't know, man. That's the only thing I'm concerned about. Is like, do they can, can they hire? Do they know anybody else outside that knows how to make fighting games that they can say, hey, man, why do you do this? I mean, at this point, I think I would be happy with just getting the the one that was on PlayStation Network. Obviously, with some more improvements, you know. Um, I'd be okay with that. Fixing, make it, make it have it where it doesn't have to be sixteen by nine. Maybe put the borders on the side so characters will at least look better when they're being played in that way. So they don't look like uh, they're hanging out. Like was it with a uh, Strider when he jumps to hang on the wall to do the wall hang? It's actually yeah, in, mid-air. in the middle of the air. Yeah. <laughs> it's because it's a it's meant for four by three. They didn't. Yep. Do that. If uh, you did like, because here's the thing, I actually like, uh, like a the new like Third Strike Online and everything. Oh yeah, um, w- and especially like the Darkstalkers revival. Yeah. I like those games, and they're yeah. like four by three. So, I mean, if you do that with uh, like some in-game like achievements on the side or something, I'm fine with that. Yeah. You could do that and have it be fine. Uh, yeah, I'm good with that. I can't think of anything else uh, that I would mean, could, really save that. Or, I mean, you could scale the characters up, maybe redo some of the sprites, because it sounds like a lot of work. That and sounds like a lot of work. Make, like 16 by 9 and do it that way. I feel like that it would be crazy. Up, that I feel like you could you could really mess things up. Uh, because the size of characters now look different. And- yeah, and you're making it like 16 by 9. That sounds like a lot of work. If you want to put that much work into it, go for it. Yeah. Um, dear God, because if you could do that and make it play like a dream, Capcom has no excuse now. They like none to make some sort of like kind of Marvel, not Marvel, but like an MVC kind of tag game other than Infinite. And I hate to say it, I Infinite plays like a dream. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't look like a dream, you know? Well, it's because they're trying to... Mo- it's tough because, you know, it's not like when at the time when they're coming out that... I mean, sprite-based games were were around still for fighting, but mm-hmm. it's not like they were the big hitters. Like, they're not they're not big time in it. And, you know, they're trying to... You're trying to cater... You're trying to present yourself in your product in a certain light, and Capcom didn't want to... They're like, we're not going to do... You know, we, they, they tried to dress it up to make it look like where they're supposed to be. And I get that they took a risk and it unfortunately didn't play out the way they hoped for. Uh, it also didn't help that, you know... So I know that the characters that people wanted to see in the game weren't all there, like the X-Men. And yeah. I know that that wasn't Capcom's fault. That's not their choice. Yeah, I've seen... I've seen, like, I've... <laughs> I've seen the what the requests are and what the reality is. And it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, you're not getting into that shit. Um, but you know, it's it is hopeful though, because to see that there is a game developer, at least who's interested, I mean, there's always people who outside of that, outside of the industry, uh, in the community and whatnot, like Maximilian dude, who will say, Yeah, they should bring this back. This should happen. This this will be the time. And right now, actually would be a Maybe great even time. the only one to say please is your God bring this yeah. back. Yeah, I know. All right, we talked about it offline before that Michael B. Jordan's like, I want to be able to play Marvel vs. Capcom 2 on my PS4 and my PS5. Make that happen. I'm like, Well, if Killmonger wants it, let's do this. I'm like, well, but really, it's other, but it's other, it's a whole other stuff. There's yeah. what character licensing, there's 
money involved and then the development and whatnot. But, you know, hopefully, hopefully they'll add some things there. Like, you know, obviously you want to make sure the net code, first of all, is good. Yeah. And then very, all else. very close thing is make sure, hey, does anyone actually still have that source code? Did anyone actually put that somewhere safe? Is it somewhere near anything that's protected? Because, you know, that would make I it would like, more difficult. Hey, all right. Be, I know. I feel like I know the answer to this. Yeah. But if I have a copy of Marvel versus Capcom two, yeah, how is the source code not on that disc? Because it's that's just that's just that's the finished product. That's uh-huh. like you have a copy of this thing. But if you want to manipulate and put it onto something else, that is a lot harder to do. Okay. Yeah, All you right. need the actual coding that built it to make it happen. That's the same reason why we don't have uh, freaking the uh, Panzer Dragoon Saga. It's because people have the game, they have the discs. That's great, but they don't. There's not, that won't. That's only good for your Saturn or the platform it was built on. You can't manipulate it. it to do anything else. You can't. There's reverse engineering, which I'm sure you know. I I'm I am not an expert on that, but I know that that would be really hard to do. It's like, oh yeah. All right, got it. Yeah. So. Just an education for the ESRK. So yeah. Well, no, it's hard. You can't just because you have have the game disc doesn't mean you can take them. Like I'm just going to copy this and put it on something else. No, 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 no. All right. I'm curious though with the discussion of Marvel's Capcom Two again with free MVC or hashtag free MVC. Free MVC, yeah. Uh, are people going to discover Mugen again? Because that's still a thing. Yeah. Yeah, and like, but I'm curious because I remember. I remember people if it runs. Yeah, that's true. Mugen is a uh, game engine that you could just drop sprites in. It's actually, I mean, it, I would say it's like a fun tech demo based off Marvel versus Capcom. Mm-hmm. And people, I know you for Arcadians out there, if you have the time, go look it up. You can see videos of like Superman versus, you know, Captain America and all these fun things. And I remember people saying, why can't you just use that? To, to to make the new game like that's it's not the same man not the same and not it runs same. like shit it's like a cover band it, you can is the marvelous capcom 2 cover band and it's not yeah it's not good and it, yeah and it runs like shit yeah visually i mean if you for as far as character goes it's cool because you can put whatever character in there as long as you get the sprites for it and then the move list yeah but no <laughs> you can will get her what if you can because like yeah we're back again guys check it out we can run on uh, Windows XP now. Hey. We can run on toasters. It's amazing. <laughs> like uh, Linux. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm cool. Yeah, hopefully this whole uh, campaign gets more traction and more people be interested. Because yeah. I'm sure there'd be other... Con- like, I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if some... Well, let's see. Because then you mentioned the Street Fighter Online mm-hmm. and uh, the Darkstalkers... Uh, game that, those were actually all developed by Iron Galaxy, if I'm not mistaken. That wouldn't be bad. And they're crack I, at it. Last I checked, though, I don't remember. I could have sworn they were part of Microsoft Amazon? for a hot second and then yeah. Amazon, I think. But I don't know where they are now. I mean, maybe they can just maybe Disney can look at those guys. And say, hey, man, can you help us with this? It'd be, uh, you know, they're not a bad uh developer huh? to do that either. Yeah, they're good stuff, and they give but... a shit about fighting games, so yeah. That's fine with me. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I, I would be excited to see it. I don't know what the chances are. I don't know how maybe this can't maybe this whole campaign online will keep going. I, I don't know. What do you think the chances of them getting? Where, do we see this happening in six months? Fuck no. 
<laughs> Does the PlayStation 6 and Xbox 360 again or X well, not 360? I don't know what name they'll pick for the next console, but will that will those consoles have Marvel vs. Capcom 2 on it? Will you even be able to get those consoles? Yeah, that's true. That is a question. Yeah. Um man, I don't know. <laughs> They're gonna put MVC2 on smartphones. You're gonna be able to download it onto your Android. That's See, that would be kind of cool. That's how you play it now. Oh, uh, I, <laughs> I would. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got you, you got your, you got your thing, right, Randy? Oh, okay, cool. All right, you got your, you got your phone. Cool. All right. I need. Hold on, hold on. How do I hook this up? How do I, hook, uh, how do I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there are cords. Doesn't an Android have USB C? You can just plug that in with an adapter. It's my Dreamcast. I mean, what the hell? Get an adapter, Sean. I don't know. Are you? Is there? I think I'm just now discovering that why your router broke on you. It said you're not smart enough to figure these things out. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Ow. Yeah, I don't know, man. My tablet, I can plug in USB C controllers to it, and uh, well, so like can adapters. I. And, well, and I know that, but like, adapters, dude. I there's a, probably some way you can do it. I do have guarantee. Fights. There's a way to do it. I do have fight sticks that will do that. Yes, but. You can get an adapter from your. I'm sure there's somewhere there's someone made Dreamcast it. to USB C. Oh, I'm gonna. We're look gonna. Look. Oh, I I'm will find look. it, Sean. Dreamcast to USB C adapter. <laughs> Ooh, dang! Thanks, the internet, for USB C converter. Let's see. Oh shit! Found it. Uh, or he makes one. Look at this. <laughs> Uh, Hyperkin makes something similar. There is... Who the hell's Hyperkin? Hyperkin, they're an offshoot. Uh, I want to say they're like part of Pelican, but yeah. There okay. is a bunch of adapters. I mean, it's going to be like a lot of... It's like, it's like a... It's, it's going to be freaking USB adapter or dongle <laughs> converter city because you need to get US, uh, US Dreamcast to USB and then USB to USB-C. <laughs> okay. But you can do it. It's right. not, I didn't say it's going to be great. I already have to do some serious modifications to get this to be uh, on the, uh, uh, not a hex gate, yeah. the eight way gate. You got to get over that. Oh, that's a hex gate. Yeah. For Wait, yeah. for people who don't know, Sean just showed his uh, Dreamcast arcade stick that he bought. The Green Goblin, yes. A while ago. Green Goblin. And he, I feel like I'm not doing enough with it. Uh, no, I do, I was uh, I was like, you know what? Oh, there's a square gate on this. Why? And Randy's like, fuck you. That's how I learned. Because like, that's how people played it. I'm like, Ooh, I don't give a fuck. I, I want another gate. I want a okay. gate. I'm like, all right, cool. So I went to go look at the gate. I bought the gate. I went to put the gate on the in the fight stick, and it's like, yeah, right. You you out of your mind. And I'm like, no. So you know what I have to do? I actually have to get a Sandwog uh, kit and put it in the Goblin. And you know what? It ain't easy. No. I have to splice. Well, it some wasn't shit built. To it wasn't built it. for that, dude. Nope. And then I'm so, that's why I'm like, why are you even trying this? You should, if you wanted well, I'm gonna this, thing, try it. I'm gonna, gonna do it. Uh, I'm gonna do it. But I, I, I already kind of found the wiring diagram. I hope I don't ruin this thing. Yeah. I hope not. 
but anyhow, we can go back to topics. Sorry. Okay. Well, yes. Yeah. Never mind about Sean not being able to change or adapt as a as a uh, fighting game arcade. You know, I, I got user. I got the I got a fucking I got a Quambo crystal down here at my feet. Uh, it'll work. It's just you know, I, no. I'm I, talking about how you insist on put taking out the square gate on your arcade stick. I'm like, you gotta, oh, they yeah, put that no, in there. yes. Do, I, a lot of people I don't want that. a fucking gate. No. No. Circle gate? Ugh. Get out of yeah. here with that. Yeah, no. Get it out. Four uh four gate? No. Get it out. Leave it. Six way? No, nah. no. Eight. That's what I do. That's I mean what it's, I a use. Circle. It's, a, it's a circle gate. Get out of there with that. No. Ugh, whatever. Get it's out of here. It's right. in a circle. I don't know. You call it a square gate like <laughs> anyway. So uh hopefully I'm hoping that they are gonna be able to make this happen. Personally, I don't know. It's going to be a hard road for yeah. Marvel's Capcom 2 to get out there. It would be dope to see it, though. And, uh, yeah, maybe maybe they'll get it going. I don't know. Hopefully maybe. Capcom and Disney can come to some terms. It's tough, though, as we've seen in other things, which we're not going to get into. Negotiating with Disney is not an easy task. Uh, so, but on to other news. So, Nintendo announced... Last week, or well, yeah, I guess when you're listening to this, folks, last week they had their uh, Nintendo Switch Indie Showcase. Sweet. Uh, yeah, which was pretty awesome. A, half the games they talked about were already released pretty much that day. Thanks. Now, I am disappointed. The one that I really wanted to see and got excited about was not available, like, right now. It's supposed to come out, uh, I believe, in, I don't know. Let's go with, I think it's later this year. Right, um, but yeah, and, and I'm disappointed. But that was Metal Slug Tactics, and for our Let's plug this game because uh, it looks really good, and uh, I, I can't wait for it. Yeah, the for people who don't know Metal Slug, it is one of the best side scroll shooters ever to grace the arcades. It came to home from SNK, and uh, it's on a lot of different platforms. But this is the first time we're seeing it not like that. They actually made it into a tactics game. And we're just going to show a little bit of the video now. No audio, unfortunately, because we don't want to mess up our stream or on our video. But let's see here. And look at this. It's I'm going to start from the beginning because I just started yes. playing in the background. But you look at this. This sweet, sweet, awesome game. It's actually published by .mu or developed and developed by uh, Laker Studio. And it just captures the essence of what Metal Slug is, but they made it into a tactics game. I don't know. I never thought I wanted this, and I see it and now. I want it now. Yep, I do. Me too. This is this is really good. The art's amazing. Uh, look, you know, it looks like it plays like a dream, honestly. Yeah. And now I'm like, man, this. I want this so bad now. Yeah. <laughs> and the animation they they put oh, like the animation like like cartoon look at this this snake boss what's yeah what is this for, for people down. Who are, for people who are uh, listening to us on audio we are i just pulled up the trailer for metal slug tactics it's actually from the dot mu uh webs or uh, youtube channel so you can mm -hmm. actually go in there and take a look at it yourself it's really good uh i oh my god i can't we were, i know we were plugging dot mu last week yeah and uh, but i keep the whole week the, this whole week for me was just thinking that game is gonna kick ass yeah on everything it's coming out on every platform steam i believe 
it, yeah, Steam's going to get it. Uh, Switch is going to be on Switch. Yeah. And it's and, a tactic game. And I haven't played a good tactical oh, game in so long. God, I think like literally so the last one I played was XCOM. And uh, I dig XCOM. And I made like the ES Arcade in XCOM. And it was great. But now like Metal Slug. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's so good. That's a yeah. great idea. I want to see how this I, works. I, I saw the video at least once that uh last week and i'm like yeah no i'm sold yeah I'm sold on it now real hard and i had to watch the video over and over and yeah, over again it's super good it's one of those things where you look at it and i can't i didn't know like i said i didn't know i wanted this game until i saw it and i went oh shit i would totally want a metal slug tactics game because you know it's not you know obviously turn-based and whatnot it's gonna be super fun yeah, that's why I have the, I guess the on the visual onslaught of things that happen in Metal Slug games, because Metal Slug, you know, came out a long time ago. It's actually one of those few few games that really teach you about the panic of you know what they call it, the bullet hell games. It's like oh shit, oh shit. Yeah. Um, and this is the first time they're playing not like that, and I I love it. I I think it's super good. Uh, I hope that it does really well and that you know maybe they make more of them provided that obviously that it does as well as it looks um but oh my god i'm just like looking at the little replays now I'm like they have all the characters this is so dope i'm gonna play it on everything yeah play it on my switch i'm like hey i don't know if sure they, my switch if there's a sure um, my switch and then maybe something else if that game plays like a dream i'll start buying it on more things and just to show the support yeah um, but like, damn, that's so good. Yeah. It's so good. I can't but, help but myself. The little details, the little details too. Yeah. Cause it looks like how the arcade games are and the, the traditional metal slug games are, but it plays in this new review. It looks really good. Has that. I love that. Uh, the, the art style is solid. Um, mm-hmm. for everyone who isn't familiar with metal slug, just look online for it. I mean, our, our metal slug is on everything you can play. I mean, how there actually is a mobile games version which I thought this was going to be it. And I'm glad it's not, not saying that I'm knocking them wanting to get into the mobile space. I get it. You can make a ton of money there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but God damn, this game looks solid. It does. Metal slug tactics. Oh, all right. Uh, but we just, also, yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Sean and I are like, I can't, we just uh, look up when that comes out, please. Uh, it's 2020. I looked at it. It's 2022. 2020. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 2022. Which I'm, I'm like kind of bummed by, but that could also be like next, like January 2022. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. So, I mean, the studio is making it obviously. You know, it's part of the indie games uh, showcase, but for Nintendo, which you know they show games that aren't necessarily um, exclusive to their platform, but there are games that they are featuring. And you know, these are studios that are smaller. They're not like big budget people who, yeah, I mean, whatnot. So it's it's not. It's not like, oh no, I'm really upset. Why can't they fix this now? And it's like, okay. Um, but you know, who knows if uh they'll maybe it'll come out sooner, maybe it will be Christmas. I don't know. Uh but yeah, I, did you get a chance to ch- check out the the uh, Nintendo indie showcase? No, I didn't. Oh, um, it's pretty it's pretty it's a solid showcase. 20 minutes pre out there who uh, haven't seen it yet. It's like roughly just over 20 minutes. They go over a bunch of the games that uh their their indie developers are making. And if you Arcadians, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, check it out because there are some other dope games in there. Like one here that I'm just gonna let me share this here because looking at the article that's I believe on uh, Kotaku, 
They talk about this game here. That's not coming out till next year, but it's a game called Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. And I thought they were a studio associated with the team that made Jet Set Radio, because that's what that looks like here. No, it turns out they are just fans of Jet Set Radio, and they wanted to make a game that was like Jet Set Radio. Which I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, I thought that was Jet Set Radio. I thought I heard something that they were going to try, like Hideki Kamiya was trying to uh, make something that was very Jet Set Radio-like yeah. uh, because he couldn't get Sega to move on anything. Yeah. And uh, he just said, fuck it, I'm doing something. Because well, he, 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 I guess he can. Yeah. So, he, and I think this might be that game. If that is the case, then cool, I'll play the shit out of this. I mean, it looks good. I saw from the video, it looks dope. But again, it doesn't come out until next year. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're not going to get too much in this because there are other, there's a bunch of other games they released. But yeah, if you look on Kotaku's site or even just a video with the super cuts of all the games that came out, and mind you, half of them came out already. Like they announced them this week that they're available to buy, play on your Nintendo uh, Switch. But like, you know, they got the Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon cool. is out or uh, is got what they talked about. There is this game which I saw. Oh, Tetris Effect, which I was like, "Hey, that's on PS4." Yep, and, it is on oh, PS4. Yeah, I'm and then Nintendo didn't get this until they just got it. Like, well, they right, got. Cool. They're getting it. Comes out in October, but it's also going to be cross-platform. Which I'm like, "Hell yeah, Ooh. Tetris Effect is amazing! <laughs> I'm going to play this shit out of this game." Uh, then there's a lot of like other RPG style games that are coming. This um, one looks good. What's yeah, Eastward? Uh, Eastward comes up September 16th. That you know, it's good. a uh, Chucklefish made this game. They actually are a smaller developer. They've made some pretty dope games I've enjoyed on PC and on the Switch. All right. Uh, and then there's a lot of, like, I love the indie showcase because they have games that look very unique. And no, they're not all going to be exclusive. A lot of them are other platforms that you can play. Mm-hmm. But then you have games like Garden Story, which I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, you know, it's a silly puzzle game. Not silly, a puzzle game. And you build a build gardens. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I'm... Um... And also, yeah, okay. So, boyfriend dungeon. Yeah. All right, boyfriend dungeon. Oh boy. Okay. So, a well, lot of people were throwing up boyfriend dungeon uh, on stream last week. <laughs> yeah. And I'm um, like, what the f- is some? I I don't know what boyfriend dungeon is. Uh, and it's know, basically like, yeah, it is basically kind of a dating sim. And mm-hmm. like, all, all right. Cool and but what's the, I like the description here that that they that Kotaku put. Who wants to be with a breathless and and wants to be breathless and sweaty with this dude? Because there's like a guy in a nightclub with just a leather jacket with shoulder spikes, no shirt. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I get this from my kid. <laughs> I mean, if she wants to be into that shirt. Also, yeah, Axiom Verge two out. Uh, well, did it come out now? Or is it got released? I think it got shadow dropped. But yeah, Axiom Verge, really great Metrovania style game. Mm-hmm. Made a sequel and freaking, I'm like, hell yeah. Thanks. Let's cool. do it. Yeah, Let's man. do this. But yeah, so for anyone out there who doesn't know, the Nintendo Switch uh, Indie Showcase came out and like a lot of their games are already out that are on that showcase. Highly recommended it. The one that Sean and I are definitely geeking over definitely got to be the the uh, Metal Slug Tactics and then yeah. a little like bomb rush function. and i'll buy that uh jet set radio looks i'm sorry I, I hate to call <coughs> i hate to call it that well no i mean that's what they want you to make it look like they were, that's what they said bomber yeah. what that's what this that it's obvious that that's what they were going for so yeah you can good I'll, I'll i'll do that so, so looks good uh, i feel bad i don't know the name but i'll i'll find it when it's, i do uh, bomb I'll cyber it. and a uh, bomber cyber funk bomb i believe it's bomb cyber funk 
Bomb Cyberpunk? Yes. Good. I will buy it. Yeah, I will buy it. I will bomb Rush it. Cyberpunk. I just bomb Rush Cyberpunk. Cool. I will buy it and I will All play right. it. And so, I hope that soundtrack is amazing. Yeah. Oh, if Jackie Kamiya is uh, that, attached to it, then there's a good chance that that soundtrack is going to be incredible. So, I'm yeah. hoping. I'm hoping. Music's not, I feel like music is a hard thing more so now just because you got to find the right person. Is there, you know, and that's. But, yeah, I had this thought the other day about that, but we're we got other topics. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, let's go. All right. So you want to get in? You want to talk about a little bit of Halo? I just think it's a funny story. We don't have to get. It too is funny. a funny story. I don't all think right. we have to take too long on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is all funny right. though. It is hilarious. All right. So Halo Infinite. I mean, it's not out yet, and we're hoping that it comes out soon. Yeah. Uh, I give kudos to Microsoft because when they showed it last year at E3, it looked really shitty, and then they said, "Okay." We're going to fix this. It's not going to come out at launch. We need to take more time to make this look good for you guys. And they did. They released more footage this year, and it looks great. And then I believe they're going to say free multiplayer. So, you know, I think anybody can who has an Xbox. Yeah, there's a multiplayer beta yeah. coming soon. Well, the multiplayer beta now, that's what the... Oh, is it? Story. Now? Yeah. Oh. Now. Cool. Uh, I but don't Xbox to really. Kill. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you have an Xbox One, but they 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 are saying, but they announced uh, when they talked about Infinite that they were going to make multiplayer a separate thing that people can enjoy for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm like, hey, I, know, I got an Xbox One, I could play it, um, and possibly on PC, I think. Uh, but yeah, they talked about this thing here. It's an article on Kotaku. The writer one was impressed uh, by the way. The bots are because the bots are supposed to be able to help you, which I'm really impressed by because there is a there is a hard thing when it comes to online stuff when you're playing a game about, you know, online and any online multiplayer and anything. It could be a lot of learning curves and you can get people down really quick about it. I know that if I never was familiar with a game like Halo, I jumped in online, I got killed and then, you know, I I would probably never want to play again. It'd be one of those things where I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore, which, you know, makes sense. Uh, but they said this guy in Kentucky explained that, you know, he played the multiplayer and was actually impressed by it. And that, you know, he talked to the developers and uh, made some notes. Uh, again, you can find this article about how it's called Halo's Infinite, uh, Halo Infinite bots are impressive and making you nervous because they do crazy stuff that you wouldn't expect to have happened. Now, the part I like most about this is, I don't, is it the same writer? Is uh, this thing here. We're just going to change the page. Uh-huh. You're a gamer. And it says, why Halo Infinite bots won't teabag you? Well, thank you. I'm like, ah. Uh, I wasn't expecting them to, but now I may be. expect them to. Yeah, this is actually from Eurogamer.net. This person talked about his experience on there. And they basically asked the 343 developers about the game and said, hey, you know, did you ever consider wanting to make these bots more like natural human interaction like and the part that that got me who says yeah you know you ever think about making these bots teabag players and basically their short answer was no no i wouldn't either uh but yeah basically there uh, a halo developer from 343 said bots are primarily a part of halo, halo infinite to help players learn and experiment with the multiplayer experience we want players to Feel comfortable making mistakes against bots because making a mistake means you're you're improving and working on skills you haven't mastered yet. We never want to sure. learning, especially not by bots, uh, uh, not by, especially not by having bots engage in behaviors that a player could feel is 
exclusionary. Uh, for that reason, we don't have explicit programming that tells the bots to teabag or talk to you in any way, which <laughs> I, for the most part, go, thank you. Thank you for not doing that. Because that would suck to like go into the game, go into a multiplayer campaign, you know, rushing in there. And then you're thinking, I'm going to practice. And then the freaking game's AI schools you. And then, you know, puts their junk on your face as you're dead on the ground. Yeah. I, I can't. I just think it's funny that this guy asked that question. Hey, so are you going to make him do that? I'm like, no. I wonder how many of their developers at 343 <laughs> were like, yeah, yeah, we're going to make him do all this stuff. Should we make him taunt? Yeah, maybe. Like a dance? No, I'm thinking the this squatting on your face while you're on the ground. Like, damn. Okay, well, all right. No, no please don't. No. Like, just like, come on. Yeah. You can do other shit to program yeah. into Halo Infinite. Teabagging is not one of them. You don't need to do that. It's okay. honestly they're bots. Like they're... in if they're gonna do like uh multiplayer Ooh. and put bots in multiplayer, I'm okay with that. They don't need to help me kill you well in um Halo. Like I don't like that kind of feature when you're using bots. Like well, it's meant for me? learning. So I mean if you yeah. want to learn, I mean I'm not exactly sure what the function of the bots will be. Uh, in there, but I think mainly it's the if you're just doing a it's you know it's a multiplayer competitive battle and you it, it's not you don't have enough people so you're gonna put bots in. So then okay, I might be fine with that. Yeah, that's just how it that, is. But that's like at at its limit. I'm pretty sure you have no problem finding opponents in Halo. Well, Infinite. I mean, it's They'll not for easy. that. It's for people who want to learn. It's you know they're yeah. training mode. It's a training mode. It's another style of training mode, and I'm okay with that. Now, you're playing the campaign. Bots are fucking everywhere. Well, I don't I mean, mind that. Like, uh, if he, like for instance, like in Halo 2, you're, um, you storm a beach. Uh, and Oh, no. Sorry. In Halo 1, you storm a beach in Halo 1, and you have Marines with you. They all drop in the Pelicans. A bunch of uh, Marines come out of the Pelicans, and they start firing on the Covenant. And of course, Master Chief's there. You could fire uh, onto the Covenant and the bots are there lingering like, okay, cool. We'll hold the position here. And then come on back, Chief, when the whole mission's over, right? And with the bots fighting the Covenant, that's what that's what I want them to do. You know, fight well, the those covenant. aren't bots, dude. Fight I think now. you're confusing bots with NPCs. Well, if, it's the same behavior, no, though. Not the same, dude. No, it's not the same. Uh, I'm going to go with... Well, see, what you're describing is part of the story... And those NPCs are just kind of just there. The bots that they've designed, that they programmed for the multiplayer, is supposed to mimic you playing against real people. Well, yeah, like, all right. Like, in the campaign, yeah, it's fine for that. And I, well, like, having bots do that, I think is okay. That's fine. But that's not the same thing. That's, they're I, not, it, function is not for that. Okay. Just saying. I mean, you know, there's a difference, right? Like, campaign mode, it's a story where you're just going to go through and then you play the game, you do the action. I get that there is a difference, but that still feels like bots to me. Cause I could have definitely killed all those covenant on the beach and not needed any of those Marines to get out of the Pelicans to do that. So, but there's no training for that. That's not a, the bots are there. They're there to help the bots in the multiplayer campaign or multi multiplayer portion of it is meant as a 
as a training exercise. But the thing is, if I actually got into a warthog, drove back to the Marines, some of them will get into my warthog. One will get on the gunner and I will drive and somebody will sit shotgun and I'll drive down the rest of the beach to kill off some covenant and they'll, they'll fight with me. Yeah. So I figured those are very, that's very bot like, like, I mean, that's just part of the thing and they don't actually turn the tide though. No, I'm well. I mean, depending. That depends. I mean, I I guess maybe warthog or a tank depends. Well, it's also they don't matter to the single player campaign. They matter to me and my heart. I have a crew of Marines. They're all. They don't matter. Do they? Do they have names that you can identify with? Uh, No, no. I I name them myself. Master Chief. I name them myself. Just saying, man. The bots that are in multiplayer, they're designed as an exercise. So you know. It's yeah, basically, they're basically like your sparring partners. Yeah, they in this they're they're saying that the bots are like you know for multiplayer. I get it, but that's that's the, my only experience with Halo and bots is they I've never dealt with bots in any of the Halo games. So to have them in there in Infinite, that's kind of well, weird. I, but, I think it's all right, I think cool. It's great because you know for there's going to be people who have there hasn't been a Halo game in quite some time. They want to get the multiplayer yes. to be good, so they want people to play online. If they get crushed by people who are experienced on it, new players are going to be like, I don't want to play this anymore. Screw your multiplayer. Deuces. And they don't want that. They don't want any of that. Yeah, stuff. They, I'm sure they want the newly initiated. Because so, definitely, we haven't been playing um, multiplayer Halo. Those guys would go to COD or Battlefield or yeah. whatever. So yeah, they want to make sure it. it's fun. And they're like, yeah. And I'm assuming it's just a, it's a thing you use. So you're like, yeah. It's gonna help me get better, but yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that they, because supposedly the rumor is Halo Infinite's gonna be coming out possibly this holiday, because they did get rated by different countries already. So it's yeah, long, and you know it's gonna be across. I believe because it's gonna be on Xbox One and the Xbox Series consoles, and on Xbox PC. I guess whatever Game Pass PC have the game. Yeah, so. You know, hopefully that happens and we get to see it for real. But yeah, I mean, I think the, the idea of these bots is it's actually pretty smart because you want to make sure you get these guys, you get players who are who may be on the fence to, about playing multiplayer online to see how they might like it. Yeah. So, all right. So, yeah, we didn't want to get too long into that one. Uh, I guess we can do want to talk about Sonic. Yep. Let's talk about Sonic. Uh, all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, folks, there was a Sonic the Hedgehog movie that came to theaters not that long ago did yeah, really well I, yeah it, it did well so uh, people dug it and uh i thought it was a fun movie i watched it in theaters thought it was great and apparently enough people thought it was great where they are making a sequel which they announced a while ago that's a long time that's been mm-hmm. they're like yeah yeah yeah, we got this it's, let's do this uh well a lot of people were asking what character is going to mean there for people who don't know the end of sonic one you got to see tails show up which is cool. And they actually got the voice actor or well, I believe actress who had done it before to play the character, which is nice. Uh, well, they announced that Knuckles is going to be in the movie. And uh, in cool. fact, which I'm like, yeah, for freaking Sonic and Knuckles. But it's and Idris Elba. It was Idris Elba, like really cool, super awesome English actor. He went on Instagram and Twitter and basically showed a photo. I'm like on the Kotaku article now. But if you look at Idris Elba, uh, on social media, you'll see that he posted a photo that just simply says, knock, knock, uh, so, hashtag Sonic Movie 2, hashtag Knuckles, which I'm like, 
hot damn. First of all, Idris Elba, I didn't know you were that cool and you're on social media because not saying that he can't be, just I didn't think that, or maybe he has a publicist or a, a, meet, a, multi, or a social media assistant doing that stuff for him. But it's pretty rad. I'm excited. I'm more excited about this more now because I'd love me some Knuckles, who is a red echidna, which I didn't know was a real thing. Yeah, that is a real thing. But yeah, they have the Idris Elba is going to be in it. I'm really, I'm really excited about it. Obviously, this comes off for people who don't know Idris Elba. He is currently in the new Suicide Squad movie uh, done by James Gunn. He plays uh, Bloodsport, and he's been in a bunch of other films that are super huge, anywhere ranging from the series The Wire all the way to Disney's Utopia. Um, but yeah, he's going to be in Sonic the Hedgehog, which I'm like, hell yeah, hell yes. I wish, I wish they had more photos of it. But yeah, they got Knuckles. No in trailer there. yet. Uh, no, I ain't gonna have none of that. We're gonna have, it's gonna be a while. It's gonna be a while, yep. but I, I'm excited because his he actually has a really good voice, and I never thought of uh, of Knuckles having an English accent. I hope they keep Idris Elba's English accent in there. I think it'd make him sound cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, Knuckles, I, I have nothing else to say. I mean, yeah, like, I've, that's cool. Fucking hell yeah, make it happen, guys. Make this keep this going. Come on, Paramount, don't mess this up. I think yeah. Yeah, Paramount is the one who did Sonic Hedgehog one. I yes. have nothing. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, just an update on there. Sonic, Sonic's come in with a with this character. To be honest, I don't. I hope that there aren't any other Sonic characters that make an appearance because I don't want it to get too that you know when you have too many characters on uh, in a movie at once, it's hard to get time on them to invest in. Yeah, so I'm hoping Knuckles is it, and uh, yeah, be fun, super awesome. You're definitely putting Chaos Emeralds in this movie. Oh yeah, for real, they are mm-hmm. definitely gonna do that. All right. And we're going to see a supersonic. So, hey, oh, cool. uh, I don't know. Maybe if you put I chaos mean, emeralds in there. Yeah. We're going to see a supersonic, I mean, but yeah, we'll see what, how, how it all plays out. Uh, let's see in the next one uh, you want to do. I mean, it's not a long thing, but that, uh, the super Mario one. Oh God. Yes. Yeah, we, I know. Need to, we need to talk about something here. Yeah. Cause I don't know. Maybe we should have started with this. Maybe but We were, <laughs> we were really stoked about oh, metal slow things. Yeah. But, versus Capcom. And I didn't Arcadians, please don't get it wrong. My energy is low because of the fact that I had to do some tech stuff and it, yeah, it was stupid, easy tech stuff, but damn it up to hell. Like, uh, I got to get a new router. Oh, it's okay. Oh. Hey, hey, man, we're, we're, we're over that now. We're over All that. Right. We are over that. <laughs> uh, but, okay. So, you know, the retro gaming scene is a thing. We you love know. it. We Everyone, really I, do yeah, love, we it. love it. here. It's great. Here but as far as the, like, the community goes, you know, I'm not saying that they can't do these things. But at some point, I feel like there's something fishy going on. When a sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers goes to auction and sells for not one, but $2 million. Okay. okay. I can't, um, I mean, I'm not, I'm looking on Eurogamer.net. Uh, this article is basically talking about the, let's see, it was sold, I forgot what house was sold there, but there is an auction house. Uh, like the retro gaming um, sales have been showing up on these very popular auction sites. Not even talking about eBay or anything like that. Like legitimate, like where people sell artwork and like very rare pieces of things from history. A sealed copy 
of Super Mario, but actually I don't have a, I wish I had a photo of the actual copy of the thing, but someone sold it for $2 million. I can't, I feel like sometimes that's, that that's just too much. Right. I don't know. I mean, I, and it break this isn't even like this is a uh, this tops a previous record which was held by a sealed copy of Super Mario sixty four which we can go into a little bit about that later because I have I have thoughts on that one I'm like what um, but I, yeah oh god I feel like this hearing these stories and doing this thing I, was, I don't know I don't want to say I don't want to fault anyone because if you could sell a thing for whatever price you sell for that's yeah, good on you great good yeah. on you. Good on you, man. But I feel like it messes things up for other people because realistically now the prices of other things are going to go up because of the perceived value that someone may have. Oh, Christ. Okay. <clears throat> I don't, I, I don't, I, I didn't believe it. Yeah. I'm like, really? Like a copy of the very first 8-bit Nintendo Super Mario Brothers went for two million dollars mind you this game was nearly free <laughs> i mean yeah it was a, it, it came with consoles i mean it nearly free i think it came packaged like free somewhere with like yeah. a with an 8-bit nintendo back in the day for sure yeah yeah yeah. No, they, they even attached duck, duck hunt to it yeah, yeah and it was the first game you got on that 8-bit nintendo However, getting a just a, a copy of just Super Mario Brothers on the 8-bit Nintendo, yeah, is a little rare, sure, because everyone's copy of Super Mario Brothers had Duck, to, um, Duck Hunt attached to it. I think that this copy, it was just a copy of Mario Brothers. Yeah, like, I'm down with that. It, like, that might be worth a bit more. Like, yeah, this copy of just... Eight eight yeah. bit Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. I'm down with that. Maybe that can go for a little bit of money because they were kind of rare to just have just Super Mario Brothers. I'm down with that. Yeah. And the other question is, what was the grade of how mint uh, this is? They say it's nine. Looking at it on this picture, because I'm now I moved over to the Verge.com. They actually have a photo of said copy. Okay. That was sold for two million dollars. Mind you, the game came out in 1985. This is a sealed and uh, rated copy. Uh, forgot the company that does the rating, but it is yeah. rated at nine point eight. So I mean, that's a pretty image, good rating. It's, it's yeah, it's really good. It's like a near mint condition. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I can see by the based on the image on for people who are listening to us, you can go to theverge.com and find this article. It has it where it. Uh, I can tell on the side that it does have the the um, plastic seal around it mm -hmm. still. And, you know, there's, it, yeah, it looks good. I mean, it looks in great condition. My only issue with this really is they talk about other games that have sold like similarly or rated recently. And it just feels weird. Like Legend of Zelda only went, went for just over or, or just under $900,000 for some in similar and in similar condition for $870. That's what it sold or at auction for. Okay. I'm like, dang, what the All hell? Right um why is there i mean i'm not saying that, that I, I i can be wrong where i'm like listen i feel like that's too much like what the yeah hell? i would <laughs> say that's too much but yeah like, I mean, all right just the just copy of super mario brothers at that mint condition yeah. okay 
if there is a crazy person out there, I could definitely see that thing going for maybe, yeah, like the hundreds of thousands of dollars, not two million. No, somebody. Who is this person? I don't know. I don't know. Where is this disposable income coming from? Yeah. Why can't I get a taste of it? Yeah. I mean, it must be like it. Well, because apparently there's a reason why they have that money. $2 I don't know. Million dollars for I that. I mean, and I'm sure there's people out there who are like, maybe I should uh, find my sealed copy of whatever and see if I can get it rated. I've actually no. thought about that for some games that I have. And uh-huh. I thought about it. And I went, well, should I have done that? And I think, well, if I re- get it rated, then it has to stay sealed and I'll never be able to play it again. Yeah. No, I'm, okay. I'm not okay with that. And a part of me is like, oh, I mean, no. It's like, like that? Uh, like, all right. If we're going back to Marvel vs. Capcom 2 again, because yeah. I'm going to. Yeah. If I had two copies of that and like did that mint condition sealed shit to that, I'm down with that. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind another copy of selling another copy of Marvel versus yeah. Capcom. If it was like 9.8 rating. Yeah. If you could get that. Yeah. You I get, get that. That's sure. That's tough. I'll, I could sell that. Sure. Maybe. I don't know how much I would even get for something like that, especially nowadays. And like, especially like 20 years from down the road or something. And especially if Marvel versus Capcom two was never to be released or some shit. Oh, I know, right? The price goes up even more. And that game is gold. Fine. But 8-bit Mario Brothers? I mean, I guess it's because it is from that long... It's from a long-ass time ago. And the that fact game that was long, free. I mean, nearly this, free. Uh, yeah, but not the, the version we're speaking about is one you had to buy in stores because it is the, the retail release, not part of a console... But yeah, yeah, it is. It is pretty. It, it is a, the price. The inflation of 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 uh, retro game selling. It it just feels a little weird. <laughs> I mean, this, I know what right you're talking about. It feels a little weird. I uh, I have a feeling that there's there's something else going on here. Maybe it's a front. We don't know. Maybe it's like some uh, tax evasion way or money laundering. I don't know. I I mean, hey, no good way. on the. <laughs> We've been in the, the both of us know the scene yeah. enough, and we know that there are crazy people that will pay a whole lot of money for some yeah. shit. Yeah, like that Green Goblin only works on my Dreamcast, yeah. and it, I still haven't tested it on my Dreamcast yet. Which I mean, yes. fuck me, that thing cost me hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah. And I could have gotten a legitimate, like another fight stick that worked on current gen stuff for $120 easy, but I bought a Green Goblin. Yeah. And um, good Lord. And that's me being fucking crazy with my money and video game stuff. I'm not proud of it, but it's hardly as worse yeah. as, as far as I've gone. That's like only a drop in the bucket. But $2 million for yeah. a that copy of yeah. Super Mario Brothers... I can't see it. I don't see it. Yeah. I just don't. I don't. That game was free. Yeah, I know if they got in there. Uh, the the thing I will say though, because actually, <laughs> when you mentioned hell, if I had two copies of the of of Marvel versus Capcom, I know I actually had two copies of uh, of Marvel versus Capcom two on PlayStation two, and uh, I did sell it. Granted, it was open, but there everything was pristine in it. Everything. Uh, was the original and no scratch on the disc and I, mm-hmm. I sold it for I guess I should have I don't know I don't know if ratings will do because usually they do it sealed games from my from what I've seen uh-huh. uh, I don't know if I, it's worth getting a game that's already been opened rated 
and played with. Uh, but I sold her for I want to say over two hundred fifty dollars. Okay, which I'm like, that was pretty good considering you know. Yeah, uh, I'd say so. But yeah, to get these games at that, that price, it's insane. Like you know, not that long ago, I think it was at the beginning of summer. Um, let's see if we can share this one. You know, someone the the old record for most highest selling game was freaking Super Mario sixty four. Yeah, it went for one point five million. Yeah, one point five million, and it was rated at nine. I think it was it was nine point eight. What's messed up is that there were games that were close enough to the rating. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a nine four, but they sold for significantly less. Which I'm like, why did you sell for less? Let me see if they actually show the thing where. No, I guess I don't have that article up there. But it was the. It was like it went from yeah. There's a one here that sell a similar one that sells for like nine four. Uh, or is that a 98? We saw a 94 and it was like half the price, like half the, half the, they, it sold for half the amount that this one That's did. still, and it's like $750,000 yeah, though. It's like some crazy numbers. I'd be okay with that. I, that's then, a, that's a good day for me. That would well, be, of course, it's a good day for a lot of people, but dope. to see a ratings where it's like, oh, that much of a difference? Like, really? Huh. Or I think they even talked about like other games that are there. And I'm like, why is it selling for that much? It makes me. It also makes me wonder the ratings companies who do these. I know there's two out there, and I don't know enough about how they decide these things. Because I know that someone, it's a person who has to go in, look at it, judge it. I'm sure they have their stats based on like what's the quality of the packaging. Is there any tear on the plastic? Is there any damage to the box? You know, is there any rattle inside that it shouldn't be there? Um, I don't know, man. I feel like the that the retro, at least for this type of collecting, this level. I mean, if this is super high level stuff, this is like big time. Like, I can't imagine oil tycoons want video games, but okay, <laughs> maybe they do. Maybe they do. Maybe. I mean, there's a, maybe there's someone who like you know made a lot of money on GameStop on their stocks and was like, I need to invest in shit. Here we go. Not what I would invest in, but okay. <laughs> I mean, if but if you can get one that's worth that much, and maybe you can sell it later. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, you look at it like, damn, why did it go for so high? I don't. I don't know. I'm just concerned that it's gonna. There's that trickle down of oh well, it's sold That's the for the other thing. Yeah, yeah, it's sold for this much. This version of it, I have one that I feel is in close uh, quality. I will sell it for this much. It's like no, dude, it's not. I'm glad for the most part the collectors we've run into who like own stores and whatnot, their prices are very comparable. Yeah, the, pro- the problem is internet prices are like they can be very very inflated and that messes up the community in my opinion i feel like that messes things up because there's like it's also it's like discouraging too because i'm like i can't imagine you're trying gonna to think every jackass who has a game store or whatever is gonna be like hey i got a copy of this i could sell this for two million dollars and make right. money like no you're an or idiot like it'll be like no we're gonna get sell out it. of town or even it won't be that much but it'll be like a game that was like forty dollars is now like four hundred dollars yeah like the value was oh my god damn it like there's a game that I've been keeping an eye on. Mind you, it was a year ago from February. When I saw it, I passed on it like a dummy. And I thought I should have just bought it. Uh, was a game that was uh, on PlayStation called Buster Groove, which is a rhythm dancing game. It's one yep. of the first, what really amazing game. I had the second one. I had the first Japanese one. The uh, first one on the Japanese version. But I was like, oh, I want a US version. It was $40. I'm like, okay. And then I passed on it. And I've been looking online. I'm like, well... Maybe I can get it. And then I'm like, well, 
how much is it now online? I'm like, oh, well, three months later, it is harder to come by and someone wants to sell theirs for, I think it was like 60 or $80. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want to do that. And then the price is going up, mm-hmm. goes up and up. And I, I realized I do have the, I do have a copy of it uh, for the US, but I realized why I wanted another one is because I messed up the casing and the, oh, uh, okay. the, which I'm like, fuck, I need to get that. And the only way I can really get the replacement case and instructions is if I just buy another one. And it's like, now I think it's topped out at $125. I'm like, God damn it. I could have, it's like three times the value. Uh, and it's not like anyone's trying to do anything crazy with that. I'm just trying to no, put it out there. Arcadius not. understand inflation sucks and perceived value sometimes makes me go. Why? Why? Why Lord? It sucks. Oh, but yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe we should like look in our library and see if there's any game we think, Hey, is it sealed? All right, let's get it rated. We'll get a nine, eight. Let's put it online, dude. Let's see if we can sell it at auction. No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Might have a copy of, what was it? Uh, Barbie was at horse racing adventure on 64. I know I don't have that. That you could sell. <laughs> I know I don't have yeah. that, but you know, sure. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. All right. So we got one last story. Okay, cool. Not necessarily a long one, but for anyone out there who hasn't seen this throw already, I know Sean is one of those people because yeah, we can't. I'm not yet there yet. Not there yet. I'm like, all right, so Marvel's animated series, the anthology series, What If, came out this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, as people are listening to it, you should, the new episode, the second episode should be coming out shortly. But yeah, the people who made this series uh, spoke about the actors who were in it, because for the most part, they got the actors who were in the live-action counterpart to voice their animated version. And uh, on direct.com, they talked uh, to... The, the well, Entertainment Weekly, the head writer of the or the two head Entertainment Weekly, the head writer AC Bradley and the director Brian Andrews talked about the series they made uh, for the Disney Plus platform, and they talked about Paul Rudd, who basically we don't know what his role is other than he knows that he's going to be playing uh, Scott Lang, and apparently he gets like they said that he gets the Employee of the Month award because he was that good in it, which cool. I'm not surprised by because you know. He's a good actor and very funny and and like he's really good at Scott Lang. Um, but yeah, they they talked about how their show and for people who hasn't seen What If or are not familiar with it, we talked about it a little bit last week, where it's the premise of events that happened in the MCU changed after one thing was different. And it says, What if this happened? And it changes the course of the series. Uh, if you haven't seen the first episode yet, like Sean, I'm not going to spoil anything. I just really like it. The one thing I will say is I wish it were a longer thing. Because much like other Disney Plus shows, it's like around like 25 to 30 minutes long total, or for the aside from the credits. And cool. it made me want more. I'm like, ah, I need more of this. This is super good. Um, but yeah, so like they thought in this article, they talked to other actors like Sebastian Stan, who he... He basically he was he he made a comment saying I don't get uh, all, I'm sorry Sebastian Stan uh, was like I don't get to make jokes in the movies are you sure this is for me uh, because he was surprised that he got to make jokes so he goes no in uh, nice in the uh, the the writers and the team their basic response to him is yeah you get to make jokes that's your what if what if you're funny and I'm like yeah. Which is a thing. I'm not going to go into details of how his character plays out um, in the series start, but yeah, they got to be very different. And um, yeah, 
to have Bradley or to have Paul Rudd in this, who's already a funny actor who just got the series for his part. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm pretty certain it's exactly what they say it is. All right. So yeah. So Sean's got to watch everyone who doesn't have Disney plus to still watch it now, man. Yeah. I'm going to go to the movie theaters today, see Suicide Squad. I'll find a way to find, uh, to, to see this. Uh, just haven't gotten around to it. It'll happen. Uh, why is Scott Lang in a, like a head in a jar? Like I don't, yeah, that's what I want to know. Like I, there's images they show, like right now the article. And he's have, happy like, about it. Like, hi. He's like, hey, I'm Scott. Uh, then you see T'Challa in the background there. You see some zombies and Thanos. And it looks like Gamora as a Thanos. she got her sword action going. Yeah, something. Uh, all right, cool. Yeah, it might be Thor. Scott Lang looks happy to be a head in a yeah. jar. Head in a jar. He might just be a thing. I mean, Paul Red's good at what he does. So we know they picked him, obviously, for a reason to be in the movies. They did a good job. He did a really good job as that character. And then I can't wait for the third movie to come out for him. Uh, but yeah, uh, what Marvel's What If is, you know, it's a. I feel like it's probably going to be in his wheelhouse as far as what he gets to do. And since it's animated, you get to do have more liberties because that's what you get. Yeah. It's gonna be super fun stuff. All right. So cool. I think that's, I guess that's it, man. Yeah. I mean, we pretty much hit all the stories we wanted to hit. And uh yeah. Yeah, I think we're we did I think we yeah, we got them all. We got them all. Good stuff. Oh, oh I know, Sean. It's so simple. You gotta find out sometimes for Sean, Sean Vander. I mean, you know, it's okay. It's all right. Um I wish I could close on something uh, uplifting right now. Oh, buddy, it's not the end of the world that your no, router is down. I know it's. No, it, I, I know. know it's, I'm. I'm very low energy now. I'm late night last night, messing. No, 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 no. <laughs> Stop Ooh. it! No, I'm turning this monitor off. <laughs> oh God, damn it! <laughs> For people I've seen, I did this before. No. I didn't oh, think about how creepy better. it looks. I didn't that's think about better. how creepy it looks. But I I'm reaching the towards off. the camera to. To crush Sean Vander's face. I turn the monitor off. Oh. If that helps. <laughs> uh, I'm turning it back on. Okay. I better uh, not see your balls on. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't do that. Screen. First of all, I don't know who's viewing this. We're not gonna do that. Okay. Secondly, uh, I'm editing this. Shit. <laughs> that's where it, that's gonna be on our OnlyFans. Check it out, kiddos. Uh, no, my not, balls. That's not a yeah. thing. Not a thing. Great. We're not doing that. I mean, we could. Do you want to do that? Yes, arcade no. OnlyFans. <laughs> Well, you know what? Let's put a pin in there, <laughs> and uh, we'll figure that out later. I know a toy collector who, you know, he sells things online. He has his uh, stuff all on social media, but he also created an OnlyFans just because. And last I checked, the only thing he has up on there is images of his toys, like that he would want to sell. Which I'm like, okay. he's like, gotta cover. He said, I gotta cover my bases, cover my bases. While uh, I'm like, okay, good for you, dude. He probably like to sell toys and shit. So you know he like poses yeah. the toys and like poses the toys and whatnot. Cool. Hey, I mean they never said it. His friends go over his house. He's putting like the predator in really compromising positions and whatnot. Maybe with other predators. Yeah, predator on predator action. Yeah, whatever. And it's, <laughs> that's funny. That's I'm funny. Creeped, I'm a little creeped out by that now. That can go on the OnlyFans. There yeah. you go. That's good. All uh, right. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it. We have covered everything we need to cover. Um, I know Sean, I'm sorry that your router's broken, but hey, you got something going. I'll fat I'll have it all fixed uh, by next weekend. So yeah, that's cool. Um yeah, I can't think of anything else. 
So, uh, cool. I guess Arcadians, you have fun. Uh, take it easy. And, uh, Randy Kings, you're dope. Of course you take it easy. And I guess we are out of here. Peace out. And that was the ESRK. Thanks for listening. As always, we'd appreciate a like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Be sure to follow us on our social media at ESRcade, that's C-A-D-E, on Facebook and Twitter, and ESR underscore Cade on Instagram. And hey, you can follow Randy on Twitter at Randy B. Reyes, R-E-Y-E-S, and Ransom01 on Instagram. I see what you did there, bud. Thanks again for listening. The arcade is officially closed. See you next time.